This is Mike Bassett, and welcome to another light roast edition of Legal Grounds. This past Sunday, Christians from nearly every denomination celebrated the Easter holiday. Similarly, those of the Jewish faith are well into the Feast of Passover, which will end this Saturday. But what you may have missed is that it is also the holy month of Ramadan for our Muslim brothers and sisters. This is a concurrence of religious holidays that rarely happens because of the various calendars used by each faith to observe whichever transcendental event from which they draw a deeper meaning. For Jews, the Passover is a time to celebrate the exodus from slavery in Egypt and the fulfillment of God's promise. For Muslims, the holy month of Ramadan is a time of fasting, prayer, and reflection in honor of the Prophet Muhammad's first revelation, which ends in the celebration of Eid. And for Catholics and Christians, Easter celebrates the resurrection of Christ after his crucifixion. Now, I'd like to pretend that I'm just such a worldly guy that I was totally aware of this religious synchronicity, but the truth is, I stumbled across this fact while reading the news. Curious, I continued to poke around a couple of other sites to see how this holy coincidence was playing out across the world. There was obviously plenty being written about the tension these three simultaneous celebrations might cause in the Holy Land, but it was a paragraph from a no-nonsense article by the German outlet DW that actually cracked the surface and, for me, helped to reframe or perhaps recenter my own spirituality this Easter season. It read as follows. Because it uses a lunar calendar, the shorter course of the year offers Muslims the chance to experience Ramadan, as well as other festivals, in different seasons and different climatic conditions, the spokesman for Germany's Coordination Council of Muslims, Abbasad el-Yassidi, told the reporter. At the same time, it ensures that the Muslim holy days coincide over time with various holy days of Christians and Jews, That should remind us that we are all siblings in humanity and must work together for good. As a devout Catholic for nearly four decades of my life, I can honestly say I hadn't thought too much about the way my religion's celebrations could overlap, much less contribute or even enhance the communal spirituality across other religions. And as I began to unpack that idea, I was heartened by this realization. At the core at each of these celebrations was the recognition of what I want to call the divinity of another chance. Muhammad was given a new way in which to lead his followers, as was Moses able to give his people a new start outside of Egypt. And as for Christ's resurrection, coming back from the dead to continue spreading the gospel seems like the textbook definition of a second chance to me. Now, I know this is an oversimplistic summation of everyone's faith, including my own, but I'm boiling it down precisely because I think that, of the many small portions of faith all of us are able to consume from our own religious practices, the act of being given and or giving someone or something a second chance is impossible not to ingest at some point during our journeys. And for those of you who know my story, you know I'm a pretty big fan of second chances. The emotional boost of grace, 
understanding, and love that come with being recognized and being accepted as someone who is, as my priest once put it, perfectly imperfect, does a lot for the human spirit. Now, I know there are plenty of listeners to this podcast that don't share my faith or any of the faiths discussed in this episode. And to be honest, there was a part of me that second-guessed myself about sharing these observations for fear of doing exactly what my late mother said never to do in mixed company. Michael, for God's sakes, don't talk about money, politics, or religion. So with that in mind, I want to close with an observation that is hopefully a combination of spiritual, humanist, and utilitarian thought. For Easter Sunday, my wife and I went to early Mass, came home and walked the dogs, and then went to my brother-in-law's house to break bread together. But that wasn't the only thing we celebrated. See, Easter Sunday also happened to be my niece's daughter's 14th birthday. And while it may seem like such a small, even microscopic realization, it hit me that you can celebrate two things at once. No one at the table thought less of Easter because it was Riley's birthday. Nor did anyone think that my niece was stealing the show from a sacred holiday. Because new beginnings or grace or redemption or love are not part of a pie chart. And once we realize this, we understand we don't have to ration our joy or our respect or our empathy because if we do it right, it's an endless resource. But how do we do it right? Well, listener, to give a firm answer to that would be way above my pay grade, and it's something we've struggled with as a species since the beginning of recorded history. And while it takes a lot of practice, one of my solutions has become as effective as it is simple. Listen, then ask. As many linguists, sociologists, and therapists will tell you, there is a huge difference between hearing and listening precisely because when it comes to the human condition, as I see it, there is a massive gap between the facts and the truth. The fact could be that the person experiencing homelessness walking through your neighborhood is clearly suffering from addiction, but the truth of the matter is far more complicated. Are they also suffering mental illness? Are they an underserved veteran? Or perhaps are they simply a victim of circumstance? The truth is we'll never know until we engage, until we see that, as El Yazidi said, we are all siblings in humanity. So until next time, assalamu alaikum, shalom, and peace be with you. This is Mike Bassett with Legal Grounds. Be easy, everybody. Legal Grounds was written, recorded, and produced by Dust Devil Press. To learn more about today's guest and for links to the topics and materials discussed, please check out our show notes. For more information on Mike Bassett, visit thebassettfirm.com. Questions, topic ideas, and guest suggestions can be emailed to legalgrounds at thebassettfirm.com.